0: Hey mama, welcome to Parently. Today we're talking about your mucus plug and Dr. Boyd's actually gonna be the one talking to you about it. Before he starts, I want to encourage you to click the link below and join our free online live coaching class. Hey everyone, Dr. Mark Boyd here. Welcome back to Parently. Today we're talking about a subject that's very interesting. Some people think it's kind of gross but it's necessary discussion, especially in late pregnancy. So pull up a cup of coffee, sit down, and pay attention to what I have to say. It will help you over concerns that you might have of something coming out of your vagina late in pregnancy. So the cervical mucus plug, understanding that it's normal a part of pregnancy is the the most important part of this discussion. The reason the cervical mucus plug is there is for one simple reason. It prevents bacteria coming from the rectum and the vagina up into the cervix and migrating into the uterine body. So the cervical mucus's purpose is antibacterial. So it prevents the bacteria from moving up into the uterine cavity and infecting your membranes and your baby. This is a very dangerous situation if that happens. So the cervical mucus is made up of mucus, just like if you're blowing your nose and have snot coming out of your nose. That's the consistency. And this is where some people think it's so disgusting they don't even wanna talk about it. But it's the same type of process that's in your nose that you blow out when you have a cold. However, again, the importance of cervical mucus is to prevent bacteria from infecting your body. So it sits in the cervix, which is the bottom part of the uterus, the cervix is what opens up in late pregnancy. So what happens in late pregnancy is as the cervix starts to open up, that's called dilate, and thin out, that's called effacement, the cervical mucus will be released. Now it can come out as a single ball, as a snot ball, or as a mucus ball. It can come out in fragments of mucus, or it can come out just as a mucousy type of discharge. This is different than the discharge that you've had during your pregnancy. Remember, most of the discharge in pregnancy is a milky, white, creamy discharge. It tends to look cloudy. So think about looking at a cloud as far as color and it's mucousy white color and, I'm, I'm sorry, it's a creamy white color that's released from the cervix and the vagina throughout pregnancy. That is normal discharge in pregnancy. Mucus released from the cervix is very, very different, and you will know the difference. And again, if you're not sure if it's cervical mucus, you can just take it, if you choose to put your fingers on it, and if you go like this, it will spread very much like snot does. Do you need to go to the hospital if you lose your mucus plug? And the answer is no. So late in pregnancy, as you start the process of labor, your cervix will start to open up, it will start to thin out, and oftentimes the mucus plug will be released at that point. Does it show that you will go into labor shortly? And the answer is no. You can start to dilate and thin out As soon as about 36 or 37 weeks and not deliver for two or three or four more weeks until your due date and you've lost your mucus plug during this period of time. Now some people ask me, which is a good question, now that my cervical mucus is gone, do I have an increased risk for infection because it was an antibacterial agent that now allows potential bacteria to get up into the Uterus, And the answer is yes. When your cervical mucus is gone, the bacteria from the vagina and the rectum can migrate up into the uterine cavity and that potentially can cause an infection. That infection is called chorioamnionitis. Usually though, chorio is in people that have ruptured their membranes and have a prolonged rupture of membranes period before they deliver. So somebody that ruptures their membranes in the mid-portion of pregnancy, let's assume at 28 weeks, they're admitted to the hospital, and then we simply wait until they go into labor or they have signs and symptoms of infection before we deliver them. So chorioamnionitis usually occurs in women that have ruptured their membranes. However, we do know that the bacteria from the vagina and the rectum, after the cervical mucus has been released, make the membranes around the baby your bag of water's thinner when it becomes thinner it ruptures and at that point you would go to the hospital whether you were 36 weeks 37 weeks or whatever so let's talk about the difference between ruptured membranes and the loss of cervical mucus again remember all women have a creamy white discharge throughout pregnancy and again, it looks like the color of a cloud, but it's more of a milky substance. You notice it on your underwear or on your pad. This is normal. If that becomes malodorous, in other words, it has a bad odor, or it becomes a different color, green or brown, that potentially would mean that you have an infection and you would need to be evaluated by your healthcare provider but we're simply at this point talking about what is normal discharge, what is cervical mucus, and what is ruptured membranes. So again, creamy white discharge throughout pregnancy, has no odor, has no color other than the creamy white. Cervical mucus, it's snotty in appearance. Remember, it's like egg whites and you can spread them apart and it typically is the same color as the normal discharge. It's more of a creamy white, but it's mucousy instead of milky. The last patient we're talking about, the last scenario is a patient that ruptures their membranes. Now, when you rupture your membranes, you in your head think, "I, I will know when that happens. But many, many women are evaluated that think they've ruptured their membranes and actually they realize it was just simply loss of urine. So late in pregnancy, the baby's head sits against the cervix. And when it sits against the cervix, it's also pushing on the bladder. Late in pregnancy especially, the bladder will have a contraction just like a uterine contraction. And when you have a uterine or bladder contraction, it causes release by a contraction of the bladder, release of urine. So sometimes when you're walking around or you're coughing In the middle of the night, when you're relaxed, your bladder will have a contraction and you'll lose a bunch of urine. In that scenario, you haven't ruptured your membranes, you simply lost urine. So how do you know if it's loss of urine versus rupture of membranes? It's not always easy, but this is the best scenario I can give you. If you have this loss of fluid, go empty your bladder, empty your bladder, empty your bladder. Then walk around the house, and when you walk around the house, you can even jump up and down on your heels. If you don't lose any more fluid, then you know it was just urine. If you lose more fluid after you've emptied your bladder and it continues that clear fluid, continues to run down your leg, then you know you're ruptured. So, three types of scenarios. Creamy discharge, color of clouds, no odor, typically no color, that's normal pregnancy discharge. Cervical mucus, the cervical mucus plug, the consistency of snot, it typically is the color of, 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 of creamy discharge. It's not the color of snot. Remember, most people that have snot, it's due to an infection, and it tends to be yellow or green. Cervical mucus tends to be similar in color as normal creamy discharge, but it's mucusy. The third scenario, is the rupture of membranes. That fluid tends to be clear like urine, but, and again, it typically has no odor or no color. It's clear like urine. So those are scenarios that will take you to the hospital. If you don't know and you're truly concerned, I always tell patients to either come into the doctor's office or if it's at nighttime to come in to the hospital. But remember, even if you rupture your membranes and you're not in labor, you don't have to present to the hospital immediately unless you're preterm. If you're preterm, that's less than 37 weeks, you can stay at home. You would just mark your clock. In other words, doctor, I think I ruptured my membranes at 3 a.m. I know it's 8 a.m. now, so five hours ago. And if they verify that you're truly ruptured, we know that at that point you've been ruptured five hours. The reason that's important, again, is chorioamnionitis. Remember, infection of the uterus or the cavity of the uterus occurs after ruptured membranes in some people. So we would want to know how long it is before you, since you were ruptured. And if you're ruptured, typically more than 12 hours or 18 hours, oftentimes healthcare providers will start antibiotics. So use these principles to help you Remember, when you go to the hospital and you realize that it was urine, many patients are embarrassed. But more importantly, I want you to be educated because it it gives you power when you're educated. The last issue is cost. Remember, when you go to the hospital and you're sent home because it was not ruptured membranes, it was just simple urine, you have spent one to two to three thousand dollars based on the hospital. So if you're on an 80-20 plan, which many patients are, if it costs you three or $4,000 to be seen and you're paying 20% of that, you can see going to the hospital cost you four or 500 bucks and you were told you simply lost urine. So remember, it's cheap to go to your doctor because most patients are on a global health plan and it doesn't cost you anymore to go into the doctor. It does cost you to go into the hospital. So those are some areas that will help you I hope this was a helpful video today. Have a good day. So definitely click the link below and check out our live online coaching class.